You're a little older and a lot wiser. The future is yours. Define aging on your own terms. Welcome to AARP Without Limits with your host, Mike Olander. Hello and welcome. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio, disrupting aging with the power of 50,000 watts, and our podcast available on demand anytime at WPTF.com or through our Facebook, AARP North Carolina. I'm your host, Mike Olander of AARP North Carolina. We've got a great show for you today. Nora L. Corey Spencer, the founder and CEO of Hope Renovations, is here to talk to us about how they are helping underemployed women prepare for work in the trades and how they are using that to help older adults remain in their homes and their communities. Looking forward to that conversation. But before we get to that, as always, ladies and gentlemen, our esteemed production engineer, Mr. Jason Kong. Jason, how are you, my friend? Wonderful, Mike. I'm excited. You know, we should have had a nice little disclaimer at the beginning of the show that this episode is recorded in front of a live studio audience because you, you've got your kids here. In that's the studio. right. We do have my two children who are here enjoying a little bit of uh, some extra time with their dad this week. And um, yeah, I figured we'd bring them out and let them enjoy, experience the studio experience as only WPTF can provide here. So uh, kids are uh, looking kind of still mes- mesmerized by the whole experience here. And um, but yeah, kind of a, a different bit of a vibe for us here, because normally those folks who are listening are, are hearing this, you know, after the fact for sure. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, guys, uh, hope you're all taking notes here on, on how it's done <laughs> learning from Jason Kong, a true professional in his field here. Uh, Jason, got to ask you a question. We're going to be talking with our, with our guest about, among other topics, home renovations and, and so forth. And are you a homeowner? I am a homeowner. You so. are. We haven't talked about this uh, yet, so personally here. So um, you live here, obviously, in the Triangle. How long have you lived where you are? Uh, I've lived, I guess I've owned a house in Wake County. Uh, it's pushing uh, about nine years now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So you've been at this for a while. Um, currently, I'm not a homeowner. I used to be, though. Um, and I have to, I've only, I've owned one house in, in my life. Um, back in New Jersey, back when I used to work for ARP. Uh, New York, uh, when I got started there. And, um, you know, I have bittersweet um, thoughts about that. You know, we bought at the height of the market right before the 08 crash. <laughs> Always fun. <laughs> yes. And then I got the job with ARP New York and said, okay, let's see if we can move to New York, to the lower Hudson Valley, and uh, can't sell the house because of where the market was and everything that was going on at that time. Um, plus, we lived in a floodplain uh, oh, with no. that. Imagine New Jersey property taxes plus federal flood insurance on top of that high mortgage at the peak. To say it was inexpensive um, or to say it was expensive um, and unaffordable is an understatement, but uh, we made the transitions. But anyway, um, I do have, though there were a lot of problems with that house. It was built in, in 1940. One of the things I really, really did enjoy was um, having the opportunity to um, to do some handiwork, to learn how to do some things, to make improvements on my own. Um, I was on a really, really, really tight budget at the time, and so I had to figure out some really low-cost ways of improving the home and had a lot of success 
with that. How are you? How are you when it comes to that, Jason? Are you a handy fellow or what? Yes, I'm also cursed with being very cheap, so I <laughs> I tend to take on more renovations than I probably should that are well beyond my experience level. But hey, that's I guess that's how you learn. That's that is right, and that's I mean, there's a whole industry out there, right? I mean, you've got there there've always been you know, general stores, hardware stores, home improvement stores. And then, you know, in the last few decades, we've seen, you know, Lowe's, Home Depot really blow up um, and now offering all sorts of different resources to people, classes, things like that. There are lots of home uh, how-to videos, including for older adults, mm -hmm. um, which is really, really great as, as people are learning, trying to learn better ways of staying in their own homes. Um, yeah, with me, I was the same thing. I got the bug from my dad and I'm the baby of five kids and my oldest sister also has that bug, which is to say we are both very handy and really, really enjoy it. I find it, do you find it therapeutic, like working on a project or doing something? I do. Working in radio, you know, after you're done for the day, there's nothing to like look back on and say, oh yeah, I did that. You know, it's just mm -hmm. waves going into the air. So I do enjoy having something that I can look at or hold and see, oh, yeah, you know, that's something I accomplished. It can be tremendously satisfying, can it? Agreed. When you're just yes. looking at something. Folks, send us uh, an email, AARP without limits at AARP.org, to share with us any um, any insights, any before and after pictures of any home renovation projects, uh, things like that. It, there's genuine interest here down at the studio at AARP without limits to find out how y'all flex those, uh, those muscles and, and use those skills. And also... Um, uh, how you discovered how you were handy. I was always around tools and, and helped my dads with uh, with different projects. Kind of had a little thing. Dad, I hope you're not listening here, but we used to call it dad's work camp. <laughs> doing things around the house, everything from, you know, doing landscaping and transplanting trees to uh, doing real construction projects around the house, laying cement, helping put in skylights, uh, wainscoting, um, laying flooring, um, all, all sorts of things. Uh, but I give a lot of credit to my dad for um, for showing me the way and giving me a lot of tools, especially um, as I got started. So, uh, Jason, uh, transitioning from that to our guest today, um, I am really, you know, one of the really great things about AARP, we're a huge organization. We've been around for 65 years. And, you know, a lot of people, most people know who we are. You know, a lot of people think we're one thing or another, but most people know what those giant four letter letters are, um, red letters are. And uh, gives us a, a lot of pleasure sometimes when we find an organization that is doing a real incredible job of serving the community, of having an impact, of being innovative and creative, and of giving people opportunities uh, to better themselves, to better their communities. And uh, that being said, I am so uh, honored and happy to have with us today the founder and CEO of an organization called Hope Renovations. Uh, this is Nora L. Corey Spencer here in the studio with us at AARP Without Limits. Nora, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Great. So um, like a lot of great organizations with a strong mission, uh, your organization, Hope Renovations, starts with a personal story. So tell us about your story, your family, and the situation that led you down the path to starting this organization. Yeah. You know, it, w we have... A dual mission at Hope Renovations. Um, we're helping a couple different populations. We're helping um, women and older adults. And um, you know, the the story uh, behind my interest in helping older adults came from um, 
my husband's brother, Jim, he was diagnosed with MS in his 30s. And um, by the time I got to know Jim, he was in his late 50s and the disease had progressed. And he was still living in the home that um, he and my husband grew up in, their family home. And it, it was built at the turn of the century, not built for someone to age in place safely. And as that disease progressed, as he got into his 60s, he just wasn't able to stay there anymore. And it was tremendously difficult for him and for us, you know, for him for obvious reasons, but but for us too, because we were an hour away, we weren't able to provide the care that he needed to be able to stay in the home. And just watching that happen and seeing, you know, we had to move him to a, a, a assisted living facility, um, you know, that, that quality of life really changed for him in his final years. Um, And then contrast that with my grandmother, you know, a few years later, as my grandmother, you know, was getting into her later years, she had health problems too, but we were able to make the sorts of changes and renovations and and make it possible for her to stay in her home as she aged. We did not have to take her to any sort of facility um, and just you know, she thrived all the way to the end of her life. And, mm. you know, seeing seeing that contrast between the two of the, two of those folks that were so important and dear to me, that that was a big part of why Hope Renovations became what it is. No, and you taking the initiative to start it because you're not right. only the CEO, but the founder. Correct. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Well, now Hope Renovations is truly a, a unique model in that it provides an opportunity for one group of people to learn skills and improve their personal situation while meeting the need of older adults to remain in their in their homes as long as possible. So how did you develop this model and turn it into an organization? Yeah, so I I was a self-taught handywoman, just like you're a self-taught handyman. Same deal, you know, too cheap to uh, to hire people to do stuff. So I wanted to learn how to do it myself. And and it kind of snowballed over the years, as often happens when you start playing around with tools. You know, you try mm-hmm. new things, you take on bigger projects. And I found that I loved it. Um, but throughout the years, as I did more remodeling work and, and I did it sort of as a, hot, a side hustle, as a hobby, um, I never met any other women. You know, I'd hire contractors, electricians, plumbers. None of them were women. And I really started to wonder, you know, why did I not ever know this was an opportunity? And, you know, why are there not more people that look like me coming to my house and, and you know, coming to these homes that I was working on? And so that sort of stuck with me. Um, I went back to graduate school in my mid-30s and got a Master of Social Work. And, and it, I started trying to, like, put some structure around this idea of empowering other women into this industry so that they could, you know, enjoy these great career opportunities and and make living wages and support their families. Um, And it was while I was in graduate school that I learned about the concept of aging in place. And it all sort of came together. I realized, you know, if there's a training program, we're bringing women and gender expansive folks into this industry where they have never been, they're going to need hands-on experience There's a whole population here that doesn't have enough people doing this work for them. There's not enough contractors doing aging in place projects. Um, Why not bring those two together? So that's what we do. We train women and gender expansive folks. And the way that we do it is we have them working on our projects for seniors out in the community. Wow. Talk about having a full, full, clear 360 degree view 
of the situation here where you see, you know, you've had your own experience where you've been able to, you know, like, like many of us, you don't realize there's an issue or there's a gap out there until you have to encounter it yourself, right? right? And then you see this discrepancy that's out there yeah. and you combine your own new um, uh, awareness you've made in yourself of saying, wow, I'm handy, I can do this. Mm -hmm. Why aren't, I bet there are other women out there who are also finding themselves in the same boat. And in this time too, being very interesting because as we're hearing about, you know, though higher education is so important, the fact of the matter is that, you know, in the, the economy that we live in, the world that we live in, you don't need all of that, right? Especially if your right. interests and your skills, your talents lie in some of these other areas, these are these trade areas where we're always going to need that, right? Yes. I mean, AI is not going to show up to your door <laughs> yeah. with with a handsaw and a you know a miter mm -hmm. saw and, and and some nails, right? Yep. They're not going to be out there building your house. A fascinating discussion. Uh, after this commercial break, we're going to dig in deeper talking to Nora about home renovations um, and a little bit more about that word hope specifically. This is AARP Without Limits. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is AARP Without Limits. Those of you listening to the show for the first time, we really appreciate you. Those of you who've been listening for a while, we love hearing from you. We want to continue to hear from you. Please send us an email, especially if you have a suggestion for a future guest or a topic. Send us an email to aarpwithoutlimits at aarp.org. Today we've been speaking with the founder and CEO of Hope Renovations, uh, Nora L. Corey Spencer. And I want to touch, uh, Nora, on that that you know your the the uh, name of your organization hope renovations um is a very unique name um i love it and in watching some some videos on you and, and reading through the website um the word hope is certainly very very important to you so tell us a bit about that what's the significance of of the name yeah uh, you know i'm asked about the origin story of the name a lot and it's it's kind of funny um it, you know, it, it was in graduate school that I came up with the full idea for Hope Renovations. And the word renovate has always been really meaningful to me. I've got a bracelet that says renovate on it. I think, you know, you're, you, you don't just renovate homes. You can renovate your life. You can renovate your career, your relationships, lots of things. Um, but the morning that the presentation was due in grad school, I hadn't come up with a name for this organization that I was thinking about pitching. Um, in this uh, social entrepreneurship class um, where I learned about the concept of aging in place um, and I put together the, the entire idea about Hope Renovations. And I remember sitting in, uh, you know, the lobby area in the building and thinking, okay, you know, what am I going to call this organization? What is this really about? And it's really the word hope just kept coming to my mind mm -hmm. because, you know, we're – it's, it's hope for a better life for the women that we're serving who are getting into this industry and, and making living wages, doing construction work. It's hope for older adults that they can live their entire lives at home, that they can be happy. It's hope for communities. It's hope for families. That's really what it is that's being created here. So, you know, I knew I loved the word renovate. 
And that's where it came from, Hope Renovations. The perfect, perfect name for your organization. Now, of course, it's not just a great name. You know, uh, the real uh, uh, great uh, why I love your organization so much and your story is uh, because of the impact uh, that you're having. When the rubber actually hits the road, yeah. when hope is actually um, made real and not right. just conceptual. So tell us a little bit about the, some of the stories, some of the impact. Yeah, that you're, you're yeah. Having. so the way our program works, um, the, the women uh, in our program, they go through 15 weeks of training with us. And the first nine weeks they spend in our training workshop getting hands-on skills. But the final six weeks they actually are interning with our construction crew, which is a very non-traditional crew. There's no men on it. Mm. Um, but they go out into the community with our crew and they get hands-on experience doing these aging employees jobs for uh, older adults out in the community. Um, So, you know, I mean, we have so many wonderful stories of those two groups coming together. Um, You know, right now we're actually working on a project for um, a woman who is the grandmother of one of our trainees, one of our graduates. And mm. um, she's she was on a wait list for services um, from another organization. And it's a two to three year wait list. Um, but we knew that the repairs she needed couldn't wait. Almost her entire subfloor was rotted. So we got a great donation from Huber Engineered Woods for some subflooring. Um, and we're out there repairing that floor for her and it's going to allow her to be able to stay there as she grows older um you know another recent the way our work um the way we do our work is we do it on a sliding scale Mm -hmm. so what that means is we can serve older adults of all incomes and what that also means is that the the revenue that we generate from um, the the jobs that we do for folks on the higher end of the scale, we put that into the work that we do for folks on the lower end of the scale, mm-hmm. and it allows us to do that work. And it and um, our niche is sort of grabbing projects that other nonprofits or other community organizations can't do. We can activate on those quickly. And we had a situation come up where there was a woman who she just needed a toilet that she could get up off off and on from and then she needed some grab bars and because of our sliding scale model we were able to take some revenue from another project we had done and put it directly into that work for her and go knock that job out for her and our trainees were out on the job site they got to learn how to put in a toilet they got to learn how to put in grab bars Mm -hmm. so it's just an example of all of it coming together and everybody getting something from the experience while giving back. That is that is so wonderful. And I know if you go on your website, there's a lot of great information yeah. um, uh, where, where people can, can learn more about that. Now, you've been nationally recognized. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, Jason. Um, at some of the highest levels, for example, um, this year you were awarded Woman of the Year by the National Association of Home Builders at this year's International Builder yep. Show. And last year, you were formally awarded as a CNN hero. Yes. Um, and I know there's a, a wonderful video on your website of, uh-huh. of you getting that up on the stage with Anderson Cooper oh, yeah, and others great. among a huge crowd. Congratulations Thanks. on that. What a tremendous offer. Um, or, uh, uh, how rewarding is it for you as you look back and see an idea, your own situation, your personal story that you shared with us earlier? Mm-hmm. For you to get go from that to an idea to getting such high levels of recognition, yeah. what's that like? For oh you? my gosh, it's great! It's it's really I, 
we've only been around for three years. So we launched in summer of 2020. So it's really hard to believe that we've gotten this kind of recognition this quick. Um, but also, there's not so there, there's only about a dozen women's trades training programs in the entire country, and we're the only one that has this focus on older adults as well. Mm-hmm. So we're very unique in that regard. And you know, the fact that uh, you know that uniqueness and that innovation are being what is what is being recognized that's really exciting to me. Um, I obviously have an amazing team and they're the ones that make all this happen. I just talk about it. They're the ones that are actually mm-hmm. doing the work out there and so the recognition really is theirs. But you know, I think the coolest thing to come out of all that is like when the CNN piece happened, we started getting you know, emails and phone calls from all over the world from people asking, when's Hope Renovations coming to Ghana, to Scotland, to, you know, to California, all over the place. Mm. And I think there's no better evidence that this is what people need and what people want. And that is so, so rewarding for me. That is fantastic. And then, of course, you mentioned that, I mean, you being awarded at the International Builder Show. Yes. And so what a, what a way for you, again, your own situation in your own individual fam- family, going to an organization, getting national and international yeah. recognition and inquiries. Fantastic. Um, and this is no wonder at all why, you know, organizations like AARP recognized you, you and your organization and re- really want to highlight it. So um, in the last minute or so we've got here, um, how can people uh, learn more about you guys in terms of yeah. organizations or others who want to support you guys, yes. uh, uh, those who want to go for a pre-apprenticeship, yeah. um, or those who want to to um, uh, let you know that they need some work uh, need to get Our done. services, mm-hmm. yeah. It's hoperenovations.org is our website, and there's tons of information there. We're also on social media, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Highly recommend that you follow us on social media because pictures of women with power tools are just the coolest, um, <laughs> I think. Um, but, yeah, we, you know, whether it's donations, whether it's donations of materials, whether it's volunteers in our training program to help us with interviewing or, you know, guest lectures, skilled volunteers out on our job sites. Um, our big news right now is that we're expanding. We just got a grant that's going to allow us to start up Hope Renovations number two next year in wow. 2024. Congratulations. Yeah, thank awesome. you. So, wow, you know, we're on a path. I mean, our dream is in 10 years to be you know, to have Hope Renovations in different places in the country, because this is a need that is everywhere. So, you know, if that's something that speaks to your listeners and they want to support us in in those dreams, hoperenovations.org. Awesome. Well, I have to say it's been such a pleasure getting to meet you and to speak with you um, with everything from your creativity to your understanding of the need that's out there, your, your personal initiative, um, you're breaking down barriers, um, and I agree. You know, there's nothing cooler. You know, I can tell my <laughs> sister, my oldest sister, is very handy, and I'll tell you, she just renovated her bathroom, and it looks gorgeous. Cool. And she's like, "Yeah, I can do it. Of course, yeah, I'm going to do it. Of course, we can. I'm not going to bring in some guys <laughs> to come in here and do it. I can do this myself. I, I know where Home Depot is or Lowe's is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Nora, thank you so much for uh, being uh, with us here today, folks. I'd love to hear from you again. AARP. 
without limits at aarp.org to share with us any of your stories, your needs, and of course, um, any future topics or top or, or guest suggestions you'd like to make. I want to thank Nora Elcori Spencer for being with us. I want to thank Jason Kong for production. I want to thank you for listening. This has been AARP Without Limits, signing off.